Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby and I am so excited to be back for season 10. Um, Having a break between seasons is so nice and actually so important for me um, to be able to produce good content. I don't feel like my best self and I don't feel like I'm creating my best um, work or interviews if I am just burnt out. So having these breaks are so amazing. And so thank you for supporting me through those and also listening to each season when I come back. Um, In this season, I really want to focus on um, delivering some crucial topics that I think will really help you as a lash artist and a business owner what I love about Lash Boss Radio, and I'm sure you as well, is having interviews of people in our industry that have um, become very successful salon owners or brand owners or trainers and just hearing their success and their struggles and just like how they got to where they are. Um, I love hearing those stories. Um, but I think for this season, just focusing on topic-based episodes is just going to be um, most beneficial for you guys. I also feel like because I am interviewing, I kind of don't feel like sharing my perspective all the time and more so, you know, asking that follow-up question that I know you're also wondering and just making sure that I'm covering most of them and their story. And um, I would just like to share a little bit more of my thoughts and my opinions and stuff. So I'm so excited for season 10, you guys. Um, Since season nine wrapped, I have kind of been just laser focused on my salon, working on um, a couple of side projects and obviously my son too. He just turned 18 months old, which is bizarre. Uh, It just goes by so fast. I also hosted Ilona from Revelation and took her class as well. I love Russian volume classes. They are so fascinating and I just love um, getting to polish my skills and challenge myself. Um, So that was great. I also got to be a surprise guest at the Lash Bash in Houston, which was nice. I got to get back out there, reunite with some of my friends. Yeah, and I'm really excited to uh, see everybody at LashCon this November, get to support Paul and Tessney over at LashCast Podcast. And yeah, I I haven't seen everybody since LashCon in 2019, so it's going to be crazy for us all to reunite, and I'm so ready for that. Um, Also... I am planning Lash Boss Conference in person still in April of 2022. Um, Just COVID permitting, I really hope that it can be in person this year. And things are starting to get a little bit um, uncertain just uh, with, I don't know, all the new news and stuff. But we're not going to talk about that in this episode. Um, Also, just a quick little shout out to the Ruthie Bell brand for lash lifts. I've been getting lash lifts. And this is not sponsored. I am just absolutely obsessed with getting lash lifts. I didn't think that I was going to love it this much, but I have also been using a lash serum from Borboletta and my lashes just look so good with a lift. And so I think I'm going to keep doing it for a long time um, because I'm just really happy with it. And yeah, even our clients are loving it. The grow out phase is not unruly or wonky at all. It literally looks the exact same. Um, So yeah, I'm loving it. If you haven't tried it out, please try it. It is amazing. I did an episode with her last season and she's just so smart and so wise. And we're we're completely transitioned over to Ruthie Bell at our salon for lash lifts and um, I'm never turning back. It's amazing. So now let's get into what brought you to this episode. 
I downsized from two locations to one. And honestly, I'm really happy where I'm at. I realized that I really never shared about this um, on my own show. Like, of course, you heard like a little bit, but I didn't really sit down and talk about it and or dedicate enough time to it. <clears throat> if you're a longtime listener of this show, you've heard me uh, share about like when I opened the second location and my thoughts on it and just like trials that I faced like throughout having two locations. Um, I thought it was really like empowering and also just made me feel really good that I was like growing and building another one and everything. But whenever it actually came to like the day-to-day basis, I never really felt safe or secure, if that makes sense. Um, I would feel like I was being pulled in two different directions and my time and my energy were just split. And something just changed for me, for me when I had, um, location two. And I know there are people that have multiple locations, but a lot of times it's like a duo or like a partnership. And so literally if like something was going on at two locations, uh, uh, you can like go to either one or it's like a franchise or something. But for me, I was like the sole owner of both locations. And even though I had management and stuff, I never really felt like free. I just felt anxious all of the time and just in a frenzy, honestly. It just was, it just became like my normal. Like that's just how I was living. Um, And then when COVID came, it just like was amplified because I wasn't worried about one location. I had like two to worry about and the teams. And I was a brand new mother. Like Blake was literally six weeks old when the world shut down. It was just a lot, honestly. And I think... It wasn't that I, it wasn't really that I couldn't like keep pushing through or couldn't handle it. It was that I learned something when I became a mother, I completely became a different person and just had a new perspective on life. And I asked myself, why am I doing this to myself? Like here we are floating through space on planet earth and I am just willingly giving myself like a stressful life and I knew the majority of my stress was from having two locations and I just like yearned and like longed for having my team under one roof. I loved each person on my team. I didn't want any of them to like change or leave or anything I just wish that I could see them all at one time versus like everything's good at location one and then I'm going to over to location two and then I'm training this person over here and once she's good I'm gonna go focus on this over there and when something was great at one location it was because I was spending time there and putting energy towards it and then the other location something would happen and it was like it's hard to it's hard to even explain unless you have actually had a team because I could I could never imagine what it would be like whenever I was just working for myself and just only me and you can't you can't necessarily also rely that people are going to stay with you for a certain amount of time, how they're going to act after you hire them or train them, um, if they're actually going to uphold the standards that you have set in place and train them on over and over. Like, it is just so many different variables, so many different people and personality types and ways of learning and ways of, like, communicating. And um, it was, like, a constant, just a constant. And 
I just realized like I can't, I just don't want to do this anymore. Not that I couldn't, I just didn't want to. And um, businesses were like shutting down left and right. And it just became like a real question to me. Like, should I shut down one of my locations? And I really just had to weigh financially what was going to be best for the future of the company. And because I just had so much stress already from running two locations, the thought of one going away and like merging the two just felt right to me. Otherwise, I'd be fighting and straining to just keep both open during the pandemic when there was just so much fear and uncertainty still, even though we had opened back up like other states hadn't or had gone back into lockdown and it was just this time when like no one was really safe and just thinking about like the uphill battle for the foreseeable future only to go back to the unsustainable life that I was living prior to the pandemic just like with all the stress that I had with the two locations it just didn't feel good to look ahead to that future so you know I decided that merging the two and letting one go was going to be financially better for the company and um, just better for myself and for the team actually because I could give them 100% of me all of the time. At the time that I was deciding um, that this was you know what I wanted to do there was a location that became available um, that was much larger than either of my locations had been. And so everything about this decision just made sense. All I had to do was paint. There was no build out needed because there was already private rooms in there. There was um, a big space to train. And so there was some red tape and just like some hurdles because obviously there was like some legal stuff involved with like going from two to one. And um, that that was, was honestly challenging, but... We're here now and I do feel like we're thriving. I feel like it was the best decision that um, that I've made at this point in my career. And um, I have I feel like I've learned so much through the process of having one location to having two and then going back to one. And at this time, I'm not personally looking at opening any more locations in the near future. If I ever were to do that again, it would probably be a franchise um, with a partner instead of uh, me just opening a full-blown other location. Location. Um, but if you are looking at expanding, I would like to share with you some of the lessons that I learned um, throughout this whole journey. The first thing I learned is that the timing of expanding is super important and not doing it too soon is crucial to the success of it. Um, you shouldn't be looking at expanding until you have completely removed yourself from doing lashes, which I had done, but I was still the sole uh, trainer for my staff. And so since I was staffing both locations, sometimes simultaneously, I was like literally training every day between the two locations and I couldn't, um, I couldn't pull like my other leaders or managers to help me train very much because they were so busy with appointments. So they were kind of in the position that I was once in where I needed to take a step back from lashing. And we would get there at some point, like we would be at a place where like, okay, it's time to take you out of the lashing chair and you're just gonna be training and overseeing. And then something would happen. Like we would lose a member of our team and then they would have to be like stacked with appointments. And so it was just very like, there was just always so many hurdles or variables that you can't always predict but you can predict that there's always going to be something so until you're at a place where like 
you are not that person and you have somebody that you can really rely on and that is a super kind and genuine person, a hard worker, and um, can also be like the trainer and onboarder and overseer, you're not going to be leaving the other location in a vulnerable position and both locations can get the attention that they need. Until that can happen, I wouldn't look at expanding because it's only going to hurt your company. Second lesson is that you might not be utilizing all of your resources and until you are, it's probably not a good idea to expand. So what I mean by that is say if you have five beds available at your location and say you're open let's say Monday through Friday from 10 to 7, Saturdays 10 to 5, closed on Sundays. You're only open six days a week. You can open a seventh day. You're technically only open like nine hours a day, five days a week, and seven hours a day, one day a week. Without spending any more money in rent and probably just a little bit extra in like the utility bills, you could actually expand your hours and have split shifts and just a larger team within that one building before even thinking about expanding. So while you might think that you're super busy and there's no way you guys can fit in extra appointments, you might only be utilizing like 40 or 50% of your actual resources. And there is missed income in that one building um, that you can be striving for versus like opening up brand new location and running into the inevitable um, when you open up location that you don't quite need yet. And also not placing location two too close to location one because then you would just pull some of those clients from location one and you know have to build up both again. Lastly, um, I learned that as you're building your team, especially when there's a second location involved, you have to really pay attention to the people that you bring on board and the culture within your team and protect it at all costs. There are people, unfortunately, that um, do try to drill holes in your boat as you're trying to steer the team in the right direction. Um, gossip and negativity is like poison um, in teams. And as your team gets bigger, um, the chances of this happening are so much greater. If I were to, you know, tell myself a few years ago that is what I would tell myself to look out for is people like that and just to get them out of the company as soon as possible because they sink their teeth into everyone else and they do not let up even whenever they're gone. All this to say I'm really glad that the last several years played out the way that they did I'm really actually grateful for the lessons that I learned even if they were really tough at the time. If you want to be a salon owner or have multiple locations one day I hope that you do it and chase that dream because um, I think if it's done the right way it can absolutely be a super successful and really rewarding um, part of your career. All right. Well, that is all I have for today's episode. It's so good to be back and thank you so much for your support. I'll see you back next Monday for the next episode.